Hey, thanks for tuning into the So I Was Thinking podcast. If you would like to support us, it would really mean a lot if you could subscribe and share this with your friends and family. With that being said, let's get right into the episode. Hey, what is up, everybody? This is Felipe. Thanks for tuning in to the So I Was Thinking podcast. If you're new, check us out on Instagram at So I Was Thinking underscore podcast. By the way, today's episode once again brought to you by my friend Chris. Listen, he is phenomenal. Uh, he can help you record an album. He can help you record a podcast. And he can help you record your favorite librarian telling you to shh for when you need the motivational support. Uh, so if you if you have any projects going on that you need help recording, Chris is your man. You can find him on Instagram or Facebook at Rabbit Hole Records. Records. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to write it down for the next one. <laughs> uh, All right. I was going to say Rabbit Foot again. <laughs> it's not it. It's not it. <laughs> All right. Hey, so what bro. are we talking about today? Hey, this this episode is actually a kind of part two, but kind of not really. We kind of started more talking a, about more it. More of a continuation, continuation of the conversation. Yeah, from, from last episode where we started to get on the idea of can you be a bad Christian? Can you be a good Christian? What does that even mean? Boom, boom, boom. Um... We did talk, so last episode we did talk about um, abusing grace and how we forgive. And today we're going to obviously be talking about what it, I think, putting the question into different words. What does it mean to be a good Christian and is there such thing as a bad Christian? The short answer, yes. Go on. (laughs) Yes. Thanks for listening to today's episode, guys. That was it. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) So a bad Christian, we all have different... I think before we begin this conversation, mm-hmm. I think we need to make a... We all have different walks, mm-hmm. or we all have different walks in faith, right? And we, we're each at different stages in mm-hmm. our faith. If you are a new Christian, that does not mean you're a bad Christian. If you're doing... If you have doubts, that does not mean you're a bad Christian. Mm. If you think you're doing something wrong doesn't mean you're a bad christian in fact like if you think you're doing something wrong and you start searching you start asking people you're actually a good christian if you start having doubts you're a good christian yeah what we mean by bad christian is someone like we talked last episode who abuses god's grace who abuses god's love and just does whatever he want whatever you want yeah and uh, is and going back to our citizens of heaven this is just, this is the MCU of podcasts. Like, we're yeah. going back to every episode. Sorry. But this goes back to Citizens of Heaven. Like, and we're, we're going about saying we represent Christ, but we don't love, we don't forgive, mm-hmm. we aren't patient, we have no self-control. Kind of like think, the fruits of the Spirit. Hmm. Huh. Who would have thought? I hadn't thought about that until you said something. So you were listing them off, so it's kind of ironic. <laughs> but I, when we talk about bad Christians, I think it's important to that's what we're talking about. It's, yeah. a, it's about misrepresentation, and I just I want to make it clear that we're not calling out new Christians because yeah. 
new Christian and bad Christian are two completely different terms. Yeah, I think if you're trying to figure out how to walk out your faith and you're trying to figure out like what living a life of faith looks like, there is there are learning moments, right? Like there are moments where you have to like where you mess up and it's like, oh, okay, I didn't realize, you know, like, hey, maybe I shouldn't do that anymore or maybe whatever the case might be. But like we're talking about you've been a Christian for five, maybe 10, maybe 15 years and you still have habits and you still do things the way you want because that's how you want to do them. Where I think that's how that's how we get um, off track. Um, So someone, you know, on Instagram a few weeks ago, they talked about Actually, it would be cool to address some of the questions, like multiple of the questions that we kind of talked about uh, uh, that were asked of us, I meant, um, on our Instagram, because it kind of is going to tie into this episode. Um, but right, like somebody asked, like, can you can you have tattoos and still be a Christian? Can you drink and still be a Christian? Can you do blah, blah, blah and still be a Christian? Um, and what what exactly makes you a bad Christian? I think I think a good idea for us is to is to understand like what what is the foundation like what are we measuring ourselves up to right like it's not it's not the person next to us like it's not it's not you know like the person in the in the church sitting next to us is we're not measuring up ourselves up to against our pastors we're not measuring ourselves up against our youth leaders or our our peers or whatever we're measuring up ourselves up against the standard of jesus that seems impossible but the work of the holy spirit in our lives is to make us look more like jesus Mm -hmm. right so if you've been at this for a while if you just accepted Jesus five days ago, like nobody expects you to be perfect. As a matter of fact, like the Apostle Paul talks about babies in the faith, right? And 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 just like we grow in our our bodies like naturally and we go from baby to, to kid to adolescent to adult, you know, like our body has a natural a natural transitions and our emotions have natural transitions, like um, you know, like our understanding, there are natural transitions. Like, so there should be the same in our spiritual life. Like we can go from not understanding to understanding. We can go from immature to mature. And again, we're not singling out people that are new to their faith and, or, or whatever the case might be. But we are talking about, you know, like you've been at this for a while. Can you be a bad Christian? If we're looking at the standard of Jesus, I would say that we're all kind of bad Christians. So we're just going to kind of break it down a bit because we have to, also understand that there's a there's salvation which happens in an instant Mm -hmm. and then there's sanctification which happens over a lifetime right like salvation it happens the moment you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that jesus is lord like that that's the apostle paul says like that is that is salvation it happens boom it's done i confess i believe saved Mm. now sanctification that's going to take a while. That is the work of the Holy Spirit in my life every single day, transforming me into the likeness of Jesus. So the things I used to struggle with, you know, like four years ago are, are you know, like are being worked out of my life. The things that I struggle with yesterday are being worked out of my life today. Like I'm on a process and I'm on this journey with Jesus and every day he's making me more like him. And I think, really I think when you and when we talk about a bad Christian... We're talking about people that that can't seem to get over the hump or willfully choose to not get over the hump or, or over some things. Yeah. So, like, I think the uh, an, an important thing to remember or keep in mind is 
when you hear something, whether it's a critique from a friend or something the Holy Spirit is putting on your heart, what do you do with that information? Yeah. Do you say to yourself, oh, okay, whatever, and then go about living your life just like you were before? Or do you kind of self-reflect and, and, okay, how do I change my life, you know? Because it's all about what we do. Like, We can get as much information as we want, but until we actually put that information into use, mm-hmm. it's useless. I that's the difference between knowledge and wisdom and wisdom that's good. wisdom comes through i feel like wisdom comes through uh age and time you gain wisdom over time so you can know you can memorize the whole bible you can know everything but until you have that personal connection with the holy spirit and you've worked on tr- using god's word to transform your life then you start gaining that wisdom. Then you start changing. And that's hmm. the Holy Spirit forming you into becoming the person that God made you to be. Yeah. Um, I think a, a cool analogy I heard recently was that, like, God's the potter, you're the pot. The pot doesn't tell the potter what the pot wants to be. The potter cr- or Forms. Mold, yeah, molds the pot for its specific purpose. That's good. And so God's molding us for a specific purpose. God wouldn't mold us into a pitcher and use us as a bowl. Hmm. And then vice versa. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think one thing you said, too, is, you know, like as we, as we read the Bible and as we look at and as we have conversations with people that maybe have been in faith longer or maybe are, are you know, youth leaders or just other spiritual leaders, mentors, pastors, whatever the case might be, and even friends that maybe have been doing this a little bit longer than we have, like we should be open to number one correction right like we should be open to hey you know like you might not be doing this or hey like this is an area of your life where you kind of are missing the mark and i don't know maybe you should look at this or whatever but then i think one thing you said that can kind of get overlooked um was also about letting the word of god transform our lives and letting the word of god speak for itself Mm mm-hmm Right. And I think sometimes we get into dangerous territory when we try to impose our um, our translation of what God is trying to say instead of what he actually said and what he meant. And that's how you get off base. And that's how you build bad theology. And that's how you become a bad Christian. Yeah, Um, I think I think one of the best things I've ever heard in my life is that right believing leads to right thinking. Um, and so if you believe the right things about God, you think the right things about God and therefore your relationship with God is transformed. So if, for example, like we can, you know, like if you believe that God doesn't love you and you think that, then you think that God doesn't love you and you live like that, then your life is going to reflect that. But if you know that if you, you know, can read from the Bible and you understand that God loves you and you think that he loves you and that begins to transform your life, you know, like what you believe about God for example, you know, if you doubt God, if you think he's not present, if you think he doesn't care about what you're going through, if you think that, you know, like he's shaky, if you think that he's distant, if you think all of this and you start to believe the wrong things and you believe those wrong things about God, then it shapes how you live your life. Yeah. And like Jesus, Jesus spoke about different kinds of Christians and we're kind of on the topic of 
like when the Holy Spirit convicts us, mm-hmm. what do we do? What we do with that conviction determines what kind of Christian we are. Yeah. And in Matthew three through nine, Christ talks about this, and it's in the form of a parable that you guys have probably heard. But I want to read it, and then we can pick it apart. Um, it goes. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, "A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he scatter, as he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came up and ate it up." Some fell on rocky places where it did not have as much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow, but when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. So, um, this, this parable kind of talks about or really Jesus is talking about different types like of Christians like the people who have shallow faith that they have no roots Hmm. and you don't grow those roots as soon as turmoil comes up you're going to wither up and die the seed that falls in the thorns if you surround yourself with thorns they're going to choke you out and your faith is going to die but if you find good soil and you have deep roots and like surround yourself with other Christian people growing in good soil, like it causes you to become a good Christian yourself. Yeah. And I think I think like a Christian Christian isn't isn't like the word Christian isn't what saves you, right? Like it's a nickname, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the word Christian was a nickname given to followers of the way as it was called yeah and and they were it was they were making fun of us because we were like jesus and they called us little christ which is where christian comes from so that nickname actually comes with a lot of weight behind it and you can you can um it's so easy to think that that's what matters right like but the idea is like we have a lot to live up to with that nickname and so i think it's like can you you can you be a bad NBA ref. Yes, absolutely. Right. Like you can, you can be a really good ref. You can be a really bad ref. Can you be a good basketball player? Can you be a bad basketball player? Absolutely. Right. Like, you know, like good basketball players, they put in the practice, they live it every single day. They're up at 5 a.m. You know, like Kobe Bryant, I don't know, he used to wake up at like 3 a.m. or something, like go do a workout, come home, have breakfast at 5 a.m., like take a nap, go take his daughters to school, like do another workout, go to practice, come home, have dinner or have lunch or something. Like he lived a crazy life, but he went down as one of the greatest basketball players in NBA history. Mm-hmm. But he was a good basketball player because he lived it. And you see people that aren't good basketball players that don't dribble basketballs ever. They have no idea what the rules are. They they just they just show up on the court and they want to play. Like that's entirely different. Right? Me. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't singling you out. But I'm you know, like it felt like it. But like, you know, like that that could that, that's the same standard of, of, of measurement, right? Like we're 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 talking about people that actually want to live their life of being a Christian. We want people that like are okay with the hard work that it takes to live their lives daily for Jesus, right? Jesus says, if you want to follow me, pick up your cross, right? Die to yourself every single day and live the life that I have for you, which by the way, he promises is more abundant and more full than the life that we currently live. Um, if we don't pick up our cross, but I think, I think 
it's so easy for us to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm a Christian and then just go on. Like we talked about in our last episode, like you just do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You treat grace like it doesn't matter. You, you, you know, like you, you live in, in, in forgiveness that really doesn't mean anything. You haven't repented. You haven't grown in your relationship with God. You might go to church on Sundays, but it doesn't really affect how you live your Mondays. Right. And, and it's like, it's like, that's, that to me falls in line with what a bad Christian is. Um, you know, like you had, you had a thing in Matthew three, I have Matthew chapter 25 where, you know, like it's, it's the parable of the sheep and the goats. And one day God is going to separate people into two groups. And, and he's not talking about believers and non-believers. He's talking about believers and people that thought that they were believers, Mm. which that's even scarier, right? Like we, we understand that like following Jesus is a choice and everybody has a choice. And there are people that made that choice and they think that their lives have, are, are lined up with him and for whatever reason they're not. And then, he says that he shepherd he, he separates people into sheep and goats. Into the sheep, he say, "Well done, good and faithful servant. You have followed me. You've you've lived well for me." Um, you know, like, and the, and they'll ask, you know, like, how did how did how you know, like, what do you mean? And he said, "You, when I was hungry, you gave me something to eat. When I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me." And then, you know, like, so he talks about taking care of people, but then, you know, like he looks to the sheep or he looks to the goats and he says, listen, get away from me. I don't know you. That's mm-hmm. a scary phrase. And then, and then, you know, like the people are be like, what do you mean? We did all of this stuff in your name. I, I, I even, I, we, even when I got a cross tattooed on me, Jesus, <laughs> what do you mean? I, you don't know me, Jesus. Like I showed up to church once a month. Jesus, like I, I even added Hillsong to my Spotify playlist or my iTunes playlist. Like I, I, I listen to Christian music once in a while when I'm in the car. Like sometimes I'm scared. Like Jesus, what do you mean you don't know me? Mm-hmm. And it's like I think I think like not to sound all doom and gloom or whatever, but like there, there's a difference in people that are actively growing in their relationship with Jesus. And yeah, we stumble. Yeah, we mess up. Yeah, there are things in our lives that need to be corrected daily. And yeah, there are times where like I need to look at myself and be like, I need to be I need to be better at forgiving people. I need to be better at this area of my life. But then there are people that are like, you know what? I'm not going to get better at this area of my life. And God is going to have to accept me for who I am because that's who he is. And it's like absolutely and not true at all. Yeah. Yeah. And I found on the subject of. Uh, if you can hear that, that store, we love him on our podcast <laughs> and he just wants to say hi. Yeah. But as I was saying, um, the best way to identify where we need growth and actually quite recently, um, this has become apparent to me is I've been like meaning to do something and I'm just like, I don't, but I don't want to. And then like, as soon as you say, I don't want to, that should be code for, all right, I'm going to go do that. So whether it's like, like I want to, I don't want to lose this group of friends, even though they're not Christian and they aren't leading me down a Christian path. They're actually, they're thorns in my life. Hmm. Like, let those things go. Like, I don't want, like, it feels like Christ is calling me to do this job, but I want to stay doing this job. It's like, all right, you need to, what's the end goal? Is your end, because those group of friends, those, that line of work, that money you're going to make in that job, 
it's not going to be with you in 80, 100 years. Mm -hmm. Like we need to, as it's hard for us as humans because we, we see things in the here and now, but we need to look past our current situation and see that and see God's overreigning arc over like our lives and over this earth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just me, me recently, really, it's been like a good couple times I've been like, ugh, but I don't want to like, yeah, I've been avoiding it at all costs and then being like, but I'm Christian. So I kind of have to. Yeah. And like, it's, I know it's not supposed to be a chore, but let's be honest. First couple times it is a chore. Yeah. Like, but you grow and soon the thing that you hated to do the most, God is going to do so much good out of, or bring so much good out of that. Like we don't understand because like I said, we're in the here and now, but when we follow God, he blesses us. And like that parable said, when we have good roots, we mo- or we produce 60 or 60 to a hundred times what we had in the first place. So whatever we have, God blesses us and he uses us and he gives us incredible experience experiences that are life changing mm-hmm. when we follow him. Yep. And even though sometimes following him isn't the logical thing to do, God already knows like what's going to happen. God always already knows that this is a blessing for him. So like it's our job to go out and do it. Yeah. And, um, like going back to like the whole idea, like what, what you said, uh, reminded me of like this quote that I heard that I look back at often, but, um, you know, like doing the the hard things for God, like, or, or the things that God asks us to do that we don't want to do at all right like we 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 want to fight back we want to be like no i don't want to forgive this person no i don't want to obey no i don't want to submit no i don't want to stop lying no i don't want to um not be prideful like i'm right what do you mean um there's this quote and it it goes like this if you sow a thought you reap an action if you sow an Mm -hmm. action you reap a habit if you sow a habit it becomes a lifestyle and so That's it cool. all it all starts with a thought, but then those thoughts become actions, those actions become habits, those habits become a lifestyle. So like what lifestyle are you building? Mm. What are the thoughts that you are right? Like um that's why i think paul talks he's he says two things to us. He says to hold every thought captive and he teaches us to think about the things that are good, uh holy, pure, lovely, like those things. And, and fill our lives with those thoughts, right? So if we're thinking about, like, good thoughts, if we're thinking about holy thoughts, if we are thinking about, like, man, like, forgiveness is, is holy. Forgiveness is lovely. Like, you know, like, going above and beyond, going the extra mile, like, that is godly. Like, like all of these things, like, those are thoughts and they become actions, right? So, like, you know, like, at work, staying an extra five minutes to make sure whatever you're doing gets done. Like, it might seem like, oh, why would I stay an extra five minutes? But like putting in the the effort, like it's a small thing, but it becomes a habit where you don't leave things unfinished in your life. Mm-hmm. 
right like or 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 different things where it's like man like this thought like i'm i'm gonna hold every thought captive so when i i want to sin when i want to do this like it's not it's not my absolute and and the things that you excuse you allow those also becomes those also become lifestyles right like the things you can again if you want to live in cheap grace you can excuse and you can allow a lot of things into your life but then I'm sorry to say, but you can be a bad Christian. <laughs> yeah. That quote you said reminded me of a story, and so we're going to go into a bit of a story time. So Go on. You can't see right now, but I'm going to cross my legs and lean in. <laughs> <laughs> so one, my mom always had the saying, you get good at what you practice, so practice, so practice what, what is, is good. good. So shout, shout out, out to, to Jen Keeley. <laughs> <laughs> but the the story time is... The reason why I remember that is because she would say that every single time I would get in trouble because she could see that I was building a habit mm. and she could see that that habit wasn't good. So she would tell me, like, you could get at what you practice, practice what is good. And so I got that railed into me very often, pretty much every day, actually, <laughs> for about my entire life. <laughs> but... For what, like, that really has stuck with me. And I've actually, I've brought it up a, a good amount of times just because of how good it is. And that quote means kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, when you practice living in God, when you practice, like, surrounding yourself with godly people, when you practice talking about God, you get good at it. Yeah. And you're able to do it well. And, like, isn't that the goal? Yep. is to represent Jesus well. Yep. So let's get good at that. Yeah. So let's practice that. And yep. it all starts with practice. Yep. Practice makes perfect. There's a million quotes you could yep. do that would support this idea. And yet we have such a hard time yeah. doing it. Well, because <laughs> the reason is, is because like, and hear me out, like, I, I think you touched on something that I'm going to transition to. Like you said that we're supposed to represent Jesus and we're supposed to do that. Well, argue on Facebook is not representing Jesus. Mm. Well, arguing on Instagram is not representing Jesus. Well, being lazy is not representing Jesus. Well, like talking trash about other people is not representing Jesus. Well, like, and I'm guilty of all of that as well. Yeah. Like there's a lot that I'm getting, but there's a difference in, in recognizing that and, and, and being one of the people that's like, you know what? Like I see that this is a thing of mine. I'm working on it. I'm going to keep working on it and being like, "Ah, I'm going to keep doing this because whatever. Yeah. And Jesus even said, uh, I think this was in revelation. They will know us by our love. Like you'll be able to recognize other Christians by how we love love each other so like how arguing on facebook instagram where whatever you use to argue with people um like that's not showing love and so like people aren't seeing you as christian and so you're not i don't want to call call you a bad christian because there's always there's always room for improvement yep just because you're like just because you're a bad Christian, that sounds harsh, but let's go with it. Just because you're a bad Christian doesn't mean you'll always be a bad Christian. Yeah. Take to heart 
things that people are telling you. Maybe get some new friends. Maybe start listening to some new stuff. Yeah. So I was thinking podcast. <laughs> yeah. Has, Find a mentor in your life that cares about you enough to yeah to call you real. out on stuff. Mm-hmm. And surround yourself. I think going back to that parable I read off, it was the seeds that were planted in good soil among other seeds that were planted in good soil that fed off of each other that made them produce so much fruit that was good. And you can see that, um, I forget where I saw this, but it was equating our body's design as how Christians should live. Like every part of our, every system in our body, our circulatory system, our respiratory system, our skeletal system, muscular system, all of them. Are you taking biology? I am taking biology. (laughs) (laughs) Our cells, um, all work together to create or to support life. Hmm. So, like, one of us is the circulatory system, the other is the respiratory system. If one of those systems is bad, then it loses, the entire system loses, or the entire interlocking system, the the body ceases to function. Yeah. So, like, we need to rely on one another, and that's where a good Christian community comes in. That's good. The best place to find that is church. And I think that's the important. I I I strongly believe that church, um, it's good to hear like messages from a pastor, and that can be your mentor. Like you're saying, like mm-hmm. your pastor can be your mentor, feeding you like good theology, good like things that you need to hear. But also, surrounding yourself with a Christian community is also really important because that's your interlocking systems working together because we're the body of christ right Mm -hmm. but that's that's my opinion on church even though it's all virtual now but yeah i still get together with my church people yeah (laughs) and uh that that verse that you mentioned about you know us being known by our love is actually in john but right next to that verse um jesus says you show that you are my intimate friends when you obey all that i command Mm. I mean, like, so Jesus said, like, if you, you know, like you want to, you want to know that you're one of me, like you, you do what I say. Not, not that he's like this controlling, commanding, like figure, but he's just like, like the same way that people are going to know you, um, you know, uh, you know, like the people around you are going to know you by your love. You're going to know that you, we're going to have relationship because you're actively pursuing the things of of me like you're actively pursuing a righteous life you're actively pursuing a holy lifestyle um you're letting my spirit work in you so that you look more like me right mm-hmm. and, and it's hard you know like I, I a lot of times we're all bad christians it's okay a lot of times we struggle with unforgiveness a lot of times going back to our first episode god's plan we struggle with doubt right yeah. like it's not bad to struggle with things it's when you stop putting up a fight Mm-hmm. It's when you let sin run your life. It's when you let doubt run your life. It's when you let unforgiveness and bitterness run your life. It's when you let, you know, like your righteousness and your way of doing things run your life. Like as long as you're putting up a fight, I, I will, con- you know, like I would say that you're a good Christian because it means that we're fighting sin. It means that we're fighting to be more like Jesus. But when you stop putting up a fight, when you just let things happen, when it's like, you know what, this is who I am now, <laughs> you know, like I don't. 
I, you know, like I'm a Christian, but I'm an alcoholic and it's just what it is. It's like, I don't think that's what it is. Number one, because Jesus promises you a better life. He promises you don't need to depend on anything besides him, that he will give you full life and he will give you life in abundance. Um, and, and you know, like so you are, I'm a Christian, but I, I know all the right answers. I'm prideful. Here it is. You take me for what it is. That's, that's not good at all either. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm a Christian and I'm greedy. No, no, we're called to generosity. You know, like there's, you can't be both. And like, you can be struggling with being generous. You can be like, man, you know, I want to give, but I don't, whatever. It's like, I'm, I'm going to learn how to give though. Yeah. Or, or, you know, like if yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to learn how to not be right all the time. I'm going to learn how to tell the truth. I'm going to learn how to walk in truth. I'm going to learn how to walk in love. I'm going to learn how to be more accepting. Like as long as you are wrestling with those things, I think you're on the path to being more like Jesus and being a good Christian. Yeah. I think being a bad Christian, the number one sign of a bad Christian is complacency. Yes. Is being comfortable where you are and then just staying there. Yep. Yeah. I'm greedy. What yeah. are you going to do about it? Yeah. I go to church on Sundays though. <laughs> yeah. I got a Jesus bumper sticker. What are you, what are you going to do? Check. <laughs> got it. Yeah. It's, and it, and it's interesting because like, um, you know, like what it's, and this isn't like meant to be like a, a judgy episode either. It's, it's just not. answering that. It's just answering that question. Can you be a bad Christian? And I think the answer is yes. You can be a complacent Christian. To me, that's a bad Christian. Mm-hmm. You can be a, a judgmental Christian, which is one of the other questions that we got is like, how, how are we supposed to be less judgmental? Realize that God is working in other people's lives the same way that he's working on yours and the same grace and forgiveness that he has for your life. He has for other people. Mm-hmm. We're all, we've all fallen short. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. If you remember that and you are included in we all, then, you know, like you can, you can be a little bit ju- less judgmental. For our Southern listeners, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Wall. <laughs> we all. <laughs> um, that We're was not dumb. Southern. <laughs> um, but, you know, like same thing, like somebody... Uh, well, actually, I'm going to change the subject real quick. Can I answer one of the questions that somebody asked us on our Instagrams? Go ahead. Somebody asked on our Instagram, can you, like, what's the deal with tattoos? Right? Uh, like, can you can you be a Christian and get tattoos? Theologically, let's answer that. Right? So the Old Testament talks about people marking their bodies for the dead, as in re- ritualistic worship of other gods and god said no you shouldn't do that you should not scar your body in worship of other gods like that doesn't lead anywhere in in the new testament we find freedom in jesus and and tattoos you know like there's there's a lot of theology behind reclaiming things that were once pagan and using them for the glory of god i'm not saying you should get tattoos for the glory of god i think the biggest question here is where's your heart at because tattoos can be idols Right. Like, oh, I need a tattoo right now. I need a tattoo. I'm not going to be the same unless I get this tattoo. Like, I'm not going to look the same. I'm not going to feel as good about myself unless I have the tattoo. I got it all planned. It's right here. It's good. It's going to make me look better. I'm going to pick up more girls or you know what? Like, this is my life first. I need to have it on me. Oh, my gosh. At all times. Like, it, honestly, like it speaks to me and I need it. I need it so bad. Like, if, if that's where it is, then it's an idol. Don't get this tattoo. 
Also, if you have people in your life, like Paul talks about living in, in unity in, in all over the New Testament. And if there are people in your life whom that's going to offend other believers where they're going to question your faith, not that it's their business at all a lot of times, but if we're supposed to walk in love with each other, and if I'm about to do something that's going to offend you, I don't need to do it. Yeah. Like, I contemplating getting a teardrop tattoo, and that just didn't work Yeah, maybe work you out. shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you shouldn't do that but you know like mm-hmm. like there there's there there is freedom in christ and in, in things but then okay like what is if you go to a church that believes you know like maybe getting tattoos is a sin if you go to a church that believes that maybe you shouldn't get tattoos and and, and you're on leadership or you're on staff or you're serving in some capacity maybe ask your pastors ask your leaders what they have to say like their opinion matters because if you get a tattoo and it goes against you know like whatever volunteer guidelines or whatever they have and they ask you to step down because that's just something that they they see as biblically like no you shouldn't do this then don't get mad at them because they you know they said maybe you can't volunteer because you have a tattoo now like like there there is freedom in 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 god you know for for getting a tattoo but there's also context for it and paul tells us to live in unity you know like he also tells us, you know, answering that question about getting drunk, like um, Paul tells us to not get drunk. He does not tell us to not drink. He tells us to be of sober mind. So the things that are going to take you out of having a sober mind, he warns us to stay away from it. But if I'm going to be around somebody and I'm going to offend somebody by drinking or by whatever, like then I'm, I can refrain from doing those things because if I'm causing my brother to stumble, I am sinning. And if you can't go without from it. that. It's an idol. It's it's a perfect which op- is a sin. It's a perfect opportunity to identify one of those things in your life where it's like, all right, maybe that's something I need to change. Exactly. So that was a good episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for this week's episode. I can't wait for you guys to hear our next one. Buy some merch. Yeah, buy some merch. We're Check us out on right the Instagrams. Now. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. This hoodie, and it's not just because I designed it, but this hoodie, one of the coziest hoodies I own. Like, top three. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> good night, guys. See you or next time. Day, depending on when you're listening. <laughs> this is a podcast. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into this episode of So I Was Thinking. If you liked what you heard, feel free to like, subscribe, and share with your friends and family. Can't wait to see you for the next episode. Peace, Peace out. out.